The Old Goal of Truth is a proud member of the Create Vine. Welcome back to The Old Goal of Truth. I'm Bryce. And I'm Alex. We're exploring self-improvement through philosophy. This season, we're studying Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. This past week, we studied Book 7. If you're just joining us now, we encourage you to start at the beginning of the season and read along with us. Okay, Bryce, um, fill me in. It's, it's been a week. We've chatted a little bit in the meantime, but why don't you share with us how you've been doing in general? Um, this week, not as bad as other weeks. Um, did, did a little bit better this week. Um, more, a little bit more so this weekend, but, um, yeah, just was able to get some house stuff done and some idea stuff of kind of doing fun things in the future going and, and things like that. Um, so yeah, just kind of like, it felt like a bit more productive than other weeks. Wasn't as productive as it could have been, but I think it was good. So, well, that's good. Um, I'm curious did that do you think that that productivity had something to do with how you've been feeling this week or is there something else that's helped you definitely the productivity um has has helped yeah i i i feel that i always feel better when i'm being productive but at the same time it's like there's there's not much winning with it because <laughs> sometimes you feel awful, so then you don't feel like being productive. And then sometimes, you know, like, it, it's kind of just a, a circular circular thing. And I should mention before we go on here as well, you're probably going to hear some noise coming from my end. There's just cars and stuff in the background. I don't know how audible they'll be. I'm just staying uh, while I'm quarantining here on a main road. So it's just kind of, it's busy. It's a happening place. Um, Alex, how's your week? My week was, I'd say, I'd say pretty good. Um, I'm delighted to be home in Canada. I was really excited to, <laughs> to, to get back home. I had a bit of a, a hassle coming in apparently. So I was trying to bring my mattress in. This is a bit of a diversion, but I, I feel like this, this is a, kind of gives an idea of how my week has been. So apparently you're not allowed to bring mattresses into Canada. And I had a nice mattress. And I didn't know that I couldn't bring it home with me. And so I strapped it to the top of my car. I spent so much more on gas because my car was struggling the whole way home. And then I get to the border and the guy's like, "Ah, oh, yeah, sorry, man, can't bring that in. I'm like, uh, what? <laughs> what? And so he turned me around and sent me back to the States. And he's like, yeah, you just have to leave it in the States. He, he's like, we don't really care where. It just can't come into Canada. And I'm like, what? And so I get back to the U.S. border and the guard's like, you're not allowed to bring a mattress into Canada. And he was newer. And then his supervisor behind him laughed. And he's like, oh, yeah, happens all the time. And so I'm like turned around. I'm like, okay. And they kind of laugh and we, we have a good joke. And then I drive into Sweetgrass, which is like a town of like 50 people. And I go into the bar and I just kind of announce it. I'm like, Any, anybody here want a mattress? And so I, uh, I did 
find somebody who who wanted it. Apparently, there used to be like a stack of them in uh, in in this bar, and uh, because so many people would come by and just leave them there. And so I'm like, well, if you want a nice mattress, go live in Sweetgrass, uh, Montana. But yeah, so I then I came back, got into Canada, and they're like, oh, how long were you gone? And I'm like, eh. 30 minutes and he laughed and he's like oh you were the guy leaving the mattress and I'm like yeah it was it was a different border agent when I actually got in but that's my little story that's my summary that's my presentation of how my week went so yeah uh it was comedic it was I got rid of a lot of things this week and I I've just been a little bit turned around but I'd say I mean, I'd say it's been good. Sure. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, that does sound quite eventful. Um, what kind of helped you through the week? I feel like just having a kind of more positive outlook on it helped me. Because, I mean, that's a that's a bummer that I that I missed my mattress. But I th- I think just kind of looking at it and saying, you know what, you know, life happens and we kind of get on with it. I think that's what helped me. Uh, what were your uh, first insights from the book, Alex? Bryce, you just skipped like a whole section. Oh, yeah. right. I did. Oh, man. <laughs> are you, are you uh, sleepy there, bud? No, I just, I didn't realize where I was no. at. Um, not, not paying attention. Yeah, apparently. Um, okay, well, on that note, um how's your uh, physical goals going um awful i i didn't really set any physical goals for this week really because i've been in quarantine so i actually uh couldn't go outside for the first couple days fortunately i got tested at the border i got a negative test so now i can go out for a walk and stuff i can get out um but yeah i just I haven't been doing much. Plus, it was so cold today. Holy cow. Did you go outside at all? I did like an hour ago. And yeah, it was yeah, cold. Freezing. Yeah, count me out. So, uh, yeah. So, physical goals, not great. Yeah, that's kind of, I feel like that's a given um, just for the weather and quarantining right now. But this week's supposed to be nice. So, Here's to walking. What about you? How'd you do on your physical goals? If if you had any, I can't remember. No, I didn't have any physical goals. I just said that I wanted to kind of figure out what, what I want to actually do and stuff. Um, didn't really get a chance to do that um, this week just because it was a little wacky and I had other things that I needed to do. Um, and yeah, so didn't, didn't get that done. Um, but hopefully this this week that happens. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. Okay, hopefully now I can jump ahead <laughs> to where yes. <laughs> where I jumped yeah. ahead to. Um, we are on the book now. There we go. So what what were your uh, first uh, thoughts on the book? So I actually had a few. I mean, one kind of tying in with the way my week has been was that change is necessary. He talks a lot about how we go through these cycles and he says, you know, the people who were once commended are long dead and gone. And the people who commended those people are even long dead and gone. 
and and how that just that change in nature is just so necessary. I also thought a lot about, you know, accepting this and enjoying the present while it's here and then let, letting it go when it's gone and just kind of, you know, making my way um, through through life no matter what the changes are. What about you? What did you get out of it? So same sort of thing on that one. And then the other one was that um, we we need opposites um, because we can't understand um, specific things. Like we can't understand good without bad. We can't understand uh, light without darkness, right? Um, so so yeah, like we need to have have an understanding of both to to really to really get it right. Um, <laughs> I I had one of. Um, one of my customers at work, great guy. Um, he, he was saying, he's like, you know, last Christmas we were, uh, complaining about, um, the song, baby, it's cold outside being like an inappropriate Christmas song and so on and so forth, which my opinion is that it's not, um, like it wasn't written for any reason that people think nowadays because it is an older song um and then uh but now this this christmas everyone's like or specifically in calgary everyone's like well uh now we have to figure out how we're gonna do christmas on our own because i mean we can't really even go visit family and stuff um so yeah so that's just kind of the the thing where we have to figure out where uh where we really should stand, uh, what's important and what's not important. Um, so yeah, yeah, I, I, I think that's interesting. Sometimes things feel, um, they they feel bigger than they do in retrospective. Sometimes, um, and mm-hmm. I. If I wanted to pick a fight like I did last week, which I apologize <laughs> for, um. If I wanted to pick a fight like I did last week, I would challenge you on the baby it's cold outside thing. But I don't want to pick a fight this week. <laughs> and so I think we Well, okay, I will I will say this right now, um just to kind of n- not to pick a fight or anything, but I do understand where where people are okay, coming from. Okay. I think it's important that you um, make that clarification. Saying that it is inappropriate. I do, yeah, I I do definitely I understand that. So <laughs> uh so yeah i mean you're you're right uh change is necessary we kind of you know um i i had a conversation to your point about about how the the bad kind of can outline or highlight the good it can show us what it is i had a conversation with a roommate a year ago and we talked about that. He said he likes to find the outer limits of things because it helps him define, uh, you know, the important thing or, you know, the principle or the idea, right, is you, you push it to its extremity. And, and I, I think that's a really interesting way to come to find truth is you, you take an idea and you, and you stretch it and you push it and you see how far it can go and you try and find those outer bounds so that you can acknowledge, okay, what fits within this 
idea. I think that's a really interesting idea. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think that it is important to uh, to push the boundaries um, because I mean, I I I most definitely have mentioned it on on here before, um, but like, there's no growth in comfort. Like, you think about your muscle. And if you want to build muscle, you have to tear your muscle. Like that is actually how muscle grows is you by you tearing it um, because it grows back stronger. Now, with that being said, you don't want to actually tear the muscle where it just <laughs> is the most painful thing in the world and you have to uh, go to the doctor and, you know, go through surgeries and what have you and not be able to lift anything for the next forever uh you don't want to strain yourself that way but you want to actually uh like slowly start lifting uh weight like if i went to the gym right now and and said hey i want to i think i actually said this last week um where if i if i want to or the week before where i want to um go and bench press 300 pounds i'm not going to be able to do that immediately I've, I've got to start small and then slowly work my way up, right? Yeah, you have to make those small, small changes. That's kind of one thing that I got out of here as well was he said, avoid rashness. You know, this idea of doing things deliberately and intentionally. If you would like to bench press 300 pounds, well, you know, start, start with a lower amount. Start where you are right and and make your way up if you were to just walk in and say i can do it i mean that's pretty rash and you're you're <laughs> you know you're might not probably not going to succeed you have to do things deliberately intentionally slowly you have to take a wide view of it and and be very careful and methodical in your decision making at least that's that's something that I got out of it. What do you think of of that idea? Is there any way that you try and do things slowly and intentionally? The thing that I was thinking about when when you were saying that is that um, if you if you really just like throw yourself under the bus, you're going to throw yourself under the bus, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, meaning, you know, if if you say, "Hey, I want to do this." really huge thing and you have no clue what you're doing and you just kind of jump right into it without a plan or anything you're going to fail with that being said there is a chance where you might not um but if if you slowly slowly build it up and and then become better and better then you can do this grand thing um, but you need to go into it with, with a plan and, and actually know something of what you're doing. Um, so like you, you don't want to be, um, comfortable, but you don't want to be extremely uncomfortable. You just want to be uncomfortable, right? Um, so like if you go into something with just absolutely no plan and you just jump right into it, you're extremely uncomfortable because you have no clue what you're doing. Um, but then if you go into something with a plan, then it's like, okay, well, you some you have some idea of what you're doing, but there's still going to be a lot of barriers in the way. So you're, you're uncomfortable, right? But then if you just don't do it and stay where you're at, then you're comfortable, right? 
And it's the same thing with weights, right? If if you're curling 20 pounds, but you knew you already could do it, you're comfortable, but you're not growing because you're not building that muscle. You're not pulling it. Um, but then if you go to like 50 pounds, you're, you're really going to like strain yourself, right? Um, so you just want to slowly move up. Yeah, I... I think maybe a, a good kind of way to put that is you want to stretch yourself, not strain yourself. You want to be challenged and engaged, but you don't want to be broken, right? And of course, you can learn from those failures and stuff, but wouldn't it have been better if it can come off as a success and then you can look at the little things that <laughs> went wrong instead of having a huge failure, right? If, if you can pinpoint those little things that you think need improving, I think you're significantly better off than, you know, uh, you know, trying to become a race car driver when you got your license a month ago kind of thing, right? And, and going and racing in a NASCAR race or something instead of practicing, working your way up, challenging yourself, testing the limits of your vehicle, right? Study, effort instead of just jumping headfirst in um yeah yeah i i uh i think that's a good point you make about not straining yourself like that yeah um do you have any any other thoughts on that or anything you want to move on to um not on that specifically um and i feel like I mean, with, with my, you, you need to know, I don't know if you want to say anything on it, um, but the, just the, you need to know the, the opposites to actually understand something. Mm-hmm. Um, because I mean, like, good example is a couple of years from now, we'll, we'll be looking back and I mean, there, there's people now that say, oh, you know, I'm so grateful that I don't have to wear a mask in my home, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... So, like, a few years from now, when maybe you and I have kids, it's like, hmm, little Timmy, by the way, I had to wear a mask at, at this certain point in time in my life, right? Right, yeah. So, and I I do, I, I do have a lot of issues with the idea, again, not, not trying to pick a fight like I did last week. I do have a lot of issues, though, with the idea that you need to know the bad to understand the good i think the bad can make you appreciate the good but i yes. don't yeah i, I think don't, that's a better way of putting it yeah i i'm just i'm just wary of of saying oh well we need bad nobody needs bad nobody yeah. needed a pandemic right um yeah i think i think maybe if we can make that distinction that you know you can learn a lot of lessons from the bad and maybe come to appreciate yeah. the good because of the bad. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I just hesitate to make the bad sound like a necessary component of existence because it sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but ap- appreciate, yeah, appreciate the good is, is it, putting it that way is, is a good way of putting it for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you have any, any other thoughts on, on that, on, on dealing with, with the struggle or, or finding ways to appreciate the good, maybe even without being forced into a struggle? Um, 
I, I mean, like you and I have talked about it before and just straight up having a gratitude journal, right? Like you just recognize what you're, what you're grateful for. Um, and like, that's, that's one way to appreciate the good without having to have the bad. Yeah. Yeah. It can definitely help keep it top of mind. I, I agree. Absolutely. Um, the last thing that I that I have on my mind from this reading, and I, I typed this out as I was listening to it, so I'm not sure if this is an exact quote from the translation that we're using, but it um, it is, make a right use of all such accidents. And I, I just really liked that simple idea of when things happen, you know, how are you going to make use of it? How are you going to use it to better yourself, to help people, or use it as an advantage, right? Maybe, maybe see where, you know, that maybe see where COVID can maybe help your business or something like that, right? Um, and allowing yourself to, I guess, in, in that same vein, appreciate the good, appreciate the things that are are of benefit from this am i making sense yeah um one one thing that i kind of thought about when um when when you were saying that is you know if if something happens accidentally um we we've got to find uh, a way to actually use it and and use it for um example learning right where it's like, yeah, there should be consequences, but at the same time, we should be helping the person learn from these consequences, right? Um, so, like, some people, they've they've been in accidents where it, it is literally an accident. Like, something went wrong, and say, like, the person slipped on ice or whatever, right, and, and rear-ended the person, and you have two choices. You could come out of your car waving your fist and being super angry, or you can just go and like say, hey, it's okay, let's get this sorted out and and out of the way. Because I mean, when accidents happen on the road, depending depending on where it is, it can cause huge problems, right? Um, like there was, let's see, I think it was two years ago now, um, the the fog was so thick on this one bridge and it was super icy that it was like a 50 car pile up and with that being said like it it's hard to kind of say okay we need to get this off of the road <laughs> because it happened all of it happened very quickly anyways um so in cases like that you know it happens and and it's hard um but like is there ways that we can kind of learn from this right um, because I mean that day and there were other days a couple years ago, I remember specifically where, um, the city's like, okay, everyone just like stay home, stay off the roads because the roads are really bad. Um, cause like we got a ton of snow and the roads were super slippery just because of the way that the weather worked. Um, and so yeah, so it's like at that point, if if you were to listen to the the government, then y you wouldn't have a chance of of being in the ac these accidents. Um, funny enough, though, that that evening 
when when they did suggest that everyone just stays home um i did end up going out with a couple friends of mine we went for dinner and then we went to um uh laser quest thankfully nothing happened um but no one was on the road so so it was kind of nice to see that oh hey like everybody's listening to the government except for apparently me and my friends (laughs) um yeah yeah, but uh, I, I think there's a learning opportunity in everything, um, and it's just finding it and and listening to people that, you know, even if we think that they may not have the right opinion, at least considering it. Right, yeah, yeah, I think that's an important point, is, is being open-minded and aware of, you know, the variety of opinions and ideas out there. Um, I think like I mentioned in the, the mental checkup thing that, that we do at the beginning of the episode, you know, the biggest thing that helped me was an understanding that things happen, right? And, and an awareness that mistakes are made. I mean, I had to come home right now because I had visa issues. I wasn't planning on that. It derailed my whole life plan. But, you know, I'm, I'm seeing the opportunity in those mistakes, in those clerical errors, the little little things that you miss. It happens all the time. And it doesn't usually have as severe consequences. But, you know, now I'm excited. I love working. I'm excited to be able to get back to work and just focus on that. And and so I think we we've got some really good opportunities coming up here. I think with that I want to mention something about the new year. I think Bryce and I have yet to hash out the details, but we're going to be doing some different and cool stuff coming up in the new year. We've kind of been talking about it usually after every recording, and we'll probably announce that on the last episode of this year or the first episode of next year and talk about what's upcoming. But we we look forward to challenging ourselves and taking part in new opportunities as as they arise um with that bryce do you have any final thoughts on the book before we get to our action items no i think that's everything from me today awesome awesome possum all right then uh you can kick us off with your uh, action items okay so my action item this week is in the very least get a little bit more organized um so as I kind of not really hinted at, but was very vague on, um, I am going to start making brick films. Um, and for those who don't know what brick films are, they're stop motion, uh, Lego videos. And, um, so I'm going to be starting that and I want to get fairly organized with it. I want to do a couple test runs of just simple videos, um, and figuring out kind of editing and stuff. And I mean, if I don't like it, then I'm not going to do it. Um, but if I like it, then I'm going to do it. And that's why I'm just starting out small instead of just kind of throwing everything in and burning myself out quickly. Um, so I think that's actually very fitting with what we, what we talked about. Um, but yeah, so I'm just going to start out with some, a couple little tiny videos and I mean, they're going to be a minute long, (laughs) something like that. I need to make it long enough that it's kind of worth figuring out timing and stuff but uh yeah 
so that's that's kind of my my goal for this week is just kind of get uh, organized for that and hopefully figure figure out what other goals I want to achieve, especially with New Year's coming because you know everyone sets New Year's resolutions and you know I'm gonna set some and hopefully stick to them. So, um, what about yourself, Alex? Uh, first, I think I think that's a great thing that you're starting to get to work on that. I know we've talked a lot about it off mic. And, and I think it's awesome. As for my own personal improvements, I will be attempting to make this week. I think, I mean, we talked about productivity briefly at the beginning of this here, and that's going to be a big focus for me is getting things done. I have a lot that I still need to prep for the new year since I'll be officially launching my company and I'll be doing sales and trying to get all that set up, do some marketing, whatever. So yeah, in the meantime, that's what I'm going to be focused on. So we'll, I guess we'll see how that goes. Do you want to sign us off here, Bryce? That does it for this edition of the Old Goal of Truth. For next week, join us in studying book eight of Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. Thanks for studying with us. Mecco, 